Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you all about today is, who else is the Sydney price slump affecting? Before I get into this topic, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as financial or legal advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So who's the property price slump going to affect? It's a really big question. It's something for all of us in Sydney, maybe in the whole state of New South Wales to consider. And you know, as a nation of Australia, um, a lot of the business does come out of the, our two big cities of Sydney and Melbourne. And I'm gonna reflect on Sydney because that's where I personally live in the inner west, only about 10 minutes from the city. So a lot of what I do and what we do as property buyers agents is a consideration because the wealth effect is gonna affect a lot of our businesses that we do run. So if there is a slight change or a dramatic change, we've gotta see how our business and how our income is still gonna be sustained through this. So property prices in Sydney have gone down around about 10% in the last 12 months, uh, well, basically during 2018. And we've seen further declines going through the first three months of this year of 2019. And I guess where a lot of people are saying whether the, the price growth, well, the prices are gonna go, um, along with myself, SQM Research, Louis Christopher is talking about a six to 9% decline this year in New South Wales or Sydney property prices. And I would suggest that we're probably likely to get a 10% price uh, drop in Sydney again this year. I think prices will actually drop a little bit more in Melbourne. Um, they probably went off about eight or 9% last year. And now I probably suspect that they're gonna be somewhere between 12 and 14% and decline this coming year of 2019. So lots of situations to consider, not only in the price of property, but what other effect does it have on our marketplace? So my first point I'd like to share with you is, is uh, on the back of an article that was written by a mortgage broker today. In terms of small and medium business owners trying to use their property, their own properties that they own, as um, to try and get business loans. And so when they go to assess their serviceability on the business loan, they're looking using their property as collateral to actually get that loan on the, for the business. And it's a situation that that sort of lending or that area of lending is actually reduced quite a lot um, in terms of the growth that has been in that marketplace in the last um, couple of years. So we saw some peaks and I can happy to share that chart with anyone who would like to for me to send that through to them. And you can email me at luke at searchpartyproperty.com.au to provide you with that detail. But the growth is um, at lows that we haven't seen for um, probably 20 years or so. So there has been that little bit of growth, but it's kind of in the, in the space of between um, zero and about 2% at the moment. So we suspect that our economy is growing in, with inflation. There's always that growth coming through. But when it comes to small and medium business lending right now, there has been a pullback in the amount of growth. So it's still growing, but to a lesser extent than it has been in the last 20 years. 
So with that in mind, then we would suspect that that will have a flow on effect on how much that small and medium business employ staff, how much they, they spend money on research and development, how much they spend money on marketing and other areas of their business. So that may then have a flow on effect to the employment, to using contractors, to the amount of money and profits that they are able to generate because they're not able to spend that money and invest that money to actually make even more. Or maybe it's a situation that they need that money in the short term as a cash flow situation and they're not able to borrow those funds and then they go into administration or liquidation and they're not able to operate in future. So that's a consideration of what potentially could happen. My second point I'd like to make is there are less transactions out in the marketplace through this Sydney property price slump. So that's starting to have an effect of the employment in the property sector. We've talked about previously the construction industry, the less approvals going through. And as an effect, we're gonna see more of those jobs um, being removed from the construction industry and hopefully filled in other areas. Infrastructure is one area that both Labor and Liberal parties are looking to uh, continue in future through being close to a budget surplus and where the counts are at right now for our national or federal government. So there is a consideration that some of those jobs could be um, spread elsewhere. And we are at all time well, I believe it's all-time lows in terms of unemployment, but our unemployment rate, especially when it comes to Sydney, is very low. So there is an opportunity out at the moment. Um, if we see more dramatic things happen, um, probably in our property market or other areas of employment, then that might still then have a flow on effect on our unemployment rate. Other areas include the um, you know real estate agents where less transactions mean less commissions for those real estate agents and people then are looking to other areas for them to make an income. The third factor I want to speak about in terms of the, the Sydney price property slump is in terms of consumer sentiment. Is it actually having an effect on our discretionary spending, so on clothing, on restaurants, on cafes, on going to the movies. Now, some of these things we'll, we'll need to assess over time, and the data tends to come out um, probably three to six months after the fact. So it's it'll be really interesting to see that information come through in the next uh, three to six months to see what actually effect that the 2018 property price slump has had on some other spending. And really, it, that confidence level, that sentiment, really takes its time to go through the economy and, and really hit hard on people in terms of their discretionary spending, more so than the property spending, because the property spending is at high levels, as opposed to our discretionary spending, where we're you know looking to spend maybe 100, 500, or $1,000, instead of looking at a property where you're spending 500, a million, maybe $1.5 million, or even more. So the discretionary spending is going to, if they're not able to get loans, they might then go out to look to buy cars or go to look to use that money for shopping and other items, cafe, restaurants, like I said. So it's the, con the consumer sentiment, are people pulling back? Are people finding that their incomes are dropping or less hours? And that will just see a flow in effect to continued or lack of consumer confidence. We're seeing it in the property market right now. 
is that starting to now have a flow and effect to our other items that we're looking to spend. So it should be top of mind for everyone to consider. Um, maybe talk to family and friends about what they're doing in terms of saving or they going out to go on that holiday or to buy that car or are they feeling confident about how things are in our economy, in our markets to think about what their moves are moving forward. So when it comes to your own investing, a strong consideration will be in some of these points in terms of Sydney price property slumps, um, in terms of what small and medium businesses are doing, how the transactions of property are actually happening and who actually is affected by it. And then flows back to what is the individual around Australia. And you've got to take it in terms of what are the majority of people doing? Are they sitting back on their hands and doing nothing? And that tends to happen before an election. And that's what we're probably seeing right now. A lot of that action happening because there's a lot of uncertainty around what's going to happen. But at the same time, it's a sense of always getting to the fact of what action can you take? What action should you be taking? So think about those things when it comes to your own investing, your own plans and strategies around what you need to do. And if you'd like to talk about this topic or your personal circumstances when it comes to your own investing, do give me a call on 0400-332-377. Look forward to speaking to you then and thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.